All right, guys, welcome to the Thyroid Fix Podcast. I am super excited to have a very, very special guest on today. You will love, love, love her. I'll tell you all about her in just one second, but I want to tell you, ladies, get out your notebooks because this is going to be a really important talk. And I want you to take notes. You can always go back and listen. I get it. Do the replay. But I really want you to take notes because we are going to get into all kinds of information about your cycle and the puzzle that hormones really are. So my guest today is Kella Smith. She is the CEO and program director of the Hormone Puzzle Society, a women's health hub for fertility, hormones, and the business of coaching. She is also one of the coaches at the society. Kella works with women who are struggling with infertility and hormone imbalance and coaches them to get pregnant naturally and eliminate symptoms of hormone imbalance. Kella brings over 20 years of experience as a professional fitness trainer, wellness educator, and author. To date, she has published multiple books on fertility and hormones, as well as four distinct online courses. Kella holds four different qualifications as a certified holistic health and wellness coach. She realized her dream of creating a virtual holistic health and wellness practice almost six years ago and helps women all over the world solve these issues. As the creator of the hormone puzzle method that we're going to be talking about today, Kella helps her clients learn how to cycle sync so they have pleasant periods, boosted fertility, happy hormones, hotter sex lives, and greater creativity productivity, and well-being at work. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So Kella, thank you for your time today. Thank you for jumping on to talk to us about all of this. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Amy, for having me. So tell me your story. How'd you get into helping women with fertility and hormones and how did you come to this space? Sure. So it all started with my personal journey. As so many of us do, we struggled to get pregnant for over two years. And that doesn't sound like a long time to some people, but for me, when I'm going through it, every month was like too long. And so we did that. We went the medical route. I was told because I was 36 that I couldn't get pregnant naturally and I would need to do IUI. If that didn't work, I would need to do IVF. And that's when I was like, wait a minute, there's nothing medically wrong with me. You just said I had unexplained infertility, which to me means there's actually an explanation. You just don't know what it is. <laughs> so, so I left that doctor's office like, nope, I'm not doing that. I knew it would be there if I needed it in the future, but I was going to try 
to heal myself and to optimize my fertility naturally. And so that's exactly what I did. I went on about a year where I was like, I'm going to do as much research as I possibly can. I'm going to take what I know about health and wellness. I'm going to see what I can eat. What is my exercise doing? What does my environment look like? I did all that. And I was finally able to get pregnant in about six months. I got pregnant naturally. That little boy is now seven. And then I did it again when I was 40. And so that one is now five. And, and so two natural pregnancies, the last one at 40 without any medical intervention when I was told that I couldn't. And so once I had that second, I said, you know, I'm frustrated. Like, I don't understand why this wasn't you know, nobody ever talked to me about my cycle, about my nutrition, about any of that holistic stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I think I want to go back to school and specialize in fertility so I can help women the way I wasn't helped. And that's what I did. I started this company and that was almost five or a little over five years ago. And now I work with women all over the world, helping them solve these issues and put their hormone puzzle back together so they can get pregnant, stay pregnant and eliminate their symptoms. That's amazing. And it's, you know, it always amazes me, whoever I talk to in this health space, it's like a pain to purpose story. It's something that you have gone through that probably at the time you were like, why me? And now it has led you into helping so many other women. So I just think that's a beautiful story when you overcome and then you realize that you can pass that along. Right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. My husband thought I was crazy because we had a newborn and a two-year-old and I was like, I'm going back to school. And he was like, you're what? <laughs> yeah. That's a little, that's the type A in you. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little crazy. Uh, so tell us about the hormone puzzle method. How did you develop that and what is it? Yes. So puzzle is actually an acronym and it was a way for me to feel a little bit of control when I was going through my infertility. I felt like so much stuff was happening to me that I could not control. So I was like, what can I control? Well, I can control what goes in my mouth. I can control how much I sleep, how much I exercise. And so that's what I chose to focus on. So puzzle stands for P, proper whole food nutrition, U, understanding supplements, Z, zapping stress, Z or Z's, sleep, L is love and encouragement, E is exercise and environment. So these were all the things every day I woke up and I was like, okay, I had it printed out, I had it on my fridge, like what can I focus on? What does my food need to look like? What does my exercise need to look like? And so that's what I did. I just focused on that puzzle. And then when I decided I'm going to go back to school, I'm going to get certified in fertility, it was such an easy way for my clients to be like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. I'm going to put this on my fridge and this is what I'm going to focus on. So, and I love acronyms. And so that's where kind of the whole thing started. So yeah, that's, that's the puzzle method. And like I said, I've written a couple books about it and it's, it's become a way of life for so many women I help. That's amazing. And it's, and you're breaking it down. And it sounds so simple, but yet it actually works. Right. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. So when you're looking at one of the the Zs that you said, zap stress, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, everybody has stress, especially now, some more than others. So how are you seeing, two parts to this question, how are you seeing stress affecting hormones? And then how are you guiding women into zapping? And I'm sure you get your clients saying, Michaela, there's no way. There's no way I can get rid of my husband. There's no way I can kick my kids out of the house. They're the source of my stress. So, 
Right. So stress is the second leading cause of fertility related issues. So many people don't realize this. And even if you're not struggling with fertility, it's, it's such a huge hormone disruptor. Your body will always take from any other process in order to make stress hormones. So if you are stressed, whether you're under actual stress, like you're hurt or you have an illness or something like actually is stressing you, or you're, you have perceived stress, your, your kids are running around crazy. Your, your boss is yelling at you. Your husband and you are arguing like that is all stress to the body. And so what happens is those stress hormones go up cortisol and adrenaline, and some processes are put on pause because all your resources are going to make these stress hormones. So your fertility is paused. Your digestion is paused. Like all of these systems that your body has on a regular basis will be paused so they can, your stress hormones can be, you know, take front and center. And so I always talk about a stress management plan. You can't get rid of your kids. You can't get rid of your mother-in-law, but you can choose how you let them affect you and how you react to that stress. And so that's where a stress management plan comes into place. And so a couple of things in that One is I would look at what you are struggling with. What is your main stressors? Like get really honest with yourself and look at your life. Is there anything that you can put on the back burner during the season of your life, whether you're trying to get pregnant, whether you're in menopause, whether you're, you know, if you're whatever season of life you're in, is there something in your life that's not serving you? If it is not serving you, either eliminate it if possible or put it on the back burner until your life kind of opens up and you can bring that back front and center. Again, you can't get rid of your mother-in-law or your kids, but you can choose how you let them affect you, putting those boundaries in place. Um, And so that's the first piece. And then the second piece is just have a really good stress management plan in place, meaning, you know, have some self-care time, have some, some feminine energy time where you're either meditating, you're journaling, you are, you know, you're expressing gratitude, you're doing something that feeds your feminine energy instead of your male energy. What I feel like so many of us, especially type A's, we're like, go, go, go. What can I do? I need to do the next thing. Like I got to go, go, go. But our body and our stress response, sometimes we just need to just be. So let's sit, let's relax, let's meditate, let's do some self-care and just be and allow those stress hormones to come down and all the other hormones to kind of do their jobs. And then the last piece of that, and this one is a really great tip. You can do it anywhere and it's free and it will in an instant lower your stress response. Do you know what it is? I'm going to say breathe. I'm <laughs> going to say breathe. <laughs> so many of us forget to breathe and we forget to deep breathe. So anytime, and I even recommend a couple times during your day, take a minute and do some deep belly breathing. Just And what this does is this will trick your central nervous system into thinking you're calm and relaxed when you're might be going crazy and super stressed and like I'm about to scream at the top of my lungs, but your body thinks that you're calm. Your body's like, well, she's breathing calm, so she must be calm. <laughs> I like that. So, yeah. Yes. And I just totally tuned into my breath and realized I was shallow breathing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, especially for the type A's, right? So I have a lot of like badass humans listening to this. There, I, I guarantee you they're already thinking, 
there's no way in hell, Kella, I can't sit down and be quiet for five minutes. I'm going to be thinking about what I have to do and I got to get up and I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to make phone calls and I got to check my email. So to those people, what do you say? How do you get them to chill the hell out? It's definitely a practice. That's what they call it, the practice of meditation. You have to learn it and you have to practice it. And I say start small. If you can't do five minutes, do one minute. Mm -hmm. And what I did when I first started this and started meditating and because I'm the same way, I was like, I can't stop for five minutes. Are you crazy? But I would set a timer on my phone and about every hour I would do a little Mm -hmm. self-check and be like, okay, how am I feeling right now? Let me take a break. Let me step outside, put my feet in the grass, do a little breathing. And I tell you now, I look forward to that. I'm like, is it time to do that yet? <laughs> like, when can I stop for a minute? Um, but it does. It just, you got you to gotta start somewhere and start practicing it. And if you can't do five minutes, do one minute. Do one minute today and just see, see how that habit starts to form. And there's the saying that if you can't do five minutes, you probably need an hour. Right. So yeah, if you can't even find one minute or five minutes out of your day, then it's time to circle back and and recognize that you probably need an hour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like with, it's like with any habit, you know, it takes time. Give yourself 21 days to make that habit form and start small and then build from there. So maybe you do one minute today, maybe tomorrow it's two minutes before you know it, you'll be doing, you know, 20, 30 minutes and you'll, you'll love and cherish that part of your day. You really will. Definitely. I, I Total agreement. Total agreement. And it seems like the last few weeks, we've really been focusing on, on the Thyroid Fix podcast. We've really been focusing on women's hormones. So can you get into, when you talk about cycle syncing and, and how to do it for optimal hormone health, boosted fertility, what does that mean? Because a lot of people are like, what do you mean you're syncing my cycle to what? Yes, yes. So cycle syncing is a functional medicine concept, and it means to partner your food, fitness, work life, and social life with the four phases of your monthly cycle. So you're either giving your body the food and activity that it needs to make certain hormones, or you're doing that to detox certain hormones. And so what it does is it creates homeostasis in the body, which is balance. Everything is getting what it needs to be balanced and be optimized. And so I can go into what exactly each phase is and how to do it if you'd like. Yeah, that'd be great. Actually, I I just had on Jenny Hulbert and she talked about the phases, the the cycle phases and syncing your workouts with them. So Mm -hmm. I'm really interested to see and hear your take on, like you said, syncing food, syncing lifestyle, social. Mm -hmm. How do you pull that in? So absolutely go for it. Let's let's go on this journey here. For sure. So you want to start. So this is for women that are actually cycling. And we can touch on a little bit if you're not cycling. There's a couple different things if you're either supposed to be cycling and you're not or you are in menopause. So we can Mm -hmm. touch on that after this. But for the cycling woman, you would start on the first day of your period. That's your menstruation phase. Usually that's day one through five of a 28 to 35 day cycle. And this is when your hormones are pretty low, especially your estrogen and progesterone. So you'll notice that your energy is pretty low. So you want to do things that support that. So maybe with your workouts, that's low, slow, gentle movements, yoga, tai chi, walking, things like that. For food, you really want to support those hormones as they're low to 
to give you your body the food it needs to make the hormones. So that would be like root vegetables, good protein, some healthy fats. You also want to focus on warming foods because you want your blood to be, uh, to have a lot of oxygen, to not congeal. You want it to flow nicely. And this is a Chinese medicine secret during your period. You want to focus on warming. So that would be like soups and stews and warm teas and things like that. So for business, this is a time for self-reflection. Maybe you are thinking about this is what I want to do. It's it's time for creativity. You're thinking like, okay, I want to produce this product. I want to, you know, I'm going to give a presentation at work next month. What is that going to, or next, you know, in the next couple of weeks, what is that going to look like? Really planning, self-reflecting, looking within type of energy. And then as you move into follicular, your hormones are going to start to rise. So you notice your energy starts to rise. So this is going to be about day six through 14. This is when you're, you're going to have a little more energy. So you can do a little harder workouts. If you feel up to it, you can do some of those spin classes, those kickboxing, things like that. For food, think salads, light, fresh. Everything is blooming. That follicle is blooming. It's going to be releasing an egg soon. So you want to give your body lots of fresh fruits and vegetables and, and, you know, really high amounts of that fresh, light salads and um, raw juices and things like that. As much nutrition as you can get during your follicular phase, the better. Okay. Yes. You also add in like red meat though. So if they already had gone through their, you know, menstruation phase Mm -hmm. and they lost blood, would you add in red meat as a focus in the menstruation or the follicular phase? I put it in menstruation phase. Let me go back just a minute. So cycle thinking, you're always going to be eating balanced whole food nutrition at every meal, but this means you're going to sprinkle in some of these key foods during that phase of your cycle. So you can still have a little bit of red meat in every phase, but it's going to benefit you more when you're on your period because you're losing iron. Right. So just know that. And I focus on, you know, obviously balance. I don't ever think you should be really high red meat or really or no red meat. Like right. it's all about balance. So, but yes, I would put it in the week of your period and then maybe move into like some fish and chicken during follicular. Okay. And so for business, you would be, um, so this is when, you know, again, your hormones are starting to come up. So this is when you can start really planning out things. I look at my calendar and I plan out my whole month during follicular because my right and my left brain are super aligned. So it's, I, I can concentrate. I can kind of see the big picture. It's I'm blooming. It's spring. I'm like getting ready to be out and about. And um, we'll talk about what happens in ovulation in a second. But follicular is really about that kind of planning and strategy and things like that. And so when we next is ovulation. And so this is usually day 15 to 17. Sometimes that can be a little later, a little earlier, depending, but for the average cycle, this is when ovulation is. Uh, And so ovulation, your hormones are at their peak. You are the most energy, the most vibrant, the most charismatic. You are like on fire. Ovulation is my favorite time of the month because it's like, I am just superwoman, especially yeah. during that time. Getting stuff <laughs> so, done. Getting yes, it done. getting stuff done. So this is when it's time to, uh, to do all of the things that you planned, to implement everything that you've planned. So maybe that is a presentation at work. Maybe that's you're asking for a, a raise. Maybe that's a, you know, a, a webinar. Or if you're an online business owner, that's like a, you know, you're doing your strategy calls, you're doing your clients 
client discovery calls, things like that. Anything where you're going to be seen and you're going to have to use your voice and sell yourself, sell your company, then this is the time to do it. This is also the time when your energy, like I said, it is high. So it is time for those hard workouts. If you're running a marathon, if you are you know, doing a really hard spin class, if you're lifting super heavy weights, you're going to have the energy. So use that energy for that workout. Mm-hmm. For food, this is when you're ovulating. Whether you're trying to get pregnant or not, we want healthy ovulation. So this is going to be the time for antioxidant-rich foods. So think dark leafy greens, really dark you know, fruits and vegetables, berries and beets and watermelon and all of those really eggplant, all of those really bright, colorful, antioxidant-rich foods. This will also help to boost your immune system. So definitely add those foods in during ovulation. So for business, we talked about business. You're on fire, uh, exercise. We talked about that. So that is ovulation. For luteal, I break luteal into two parts. So this is the two weeks before your period. So the first week, you're really coming off of that, you know, your energy is still kind of high. So you would focus still, if you feel up to it, you can still do your hard workouts based on your energy. As your energy comes down and you go into your PMS week, that's when you want to go back to low, slow, gentle movements. You want to listen to your body. If you hear yourself saying, this is, I don't feel like working out today. Like, this is so hard. I have no energy. I I, like, I don't feel like it. Do not push against that because then that is stress. And we talked about what stress means. So listen to your body. It's okay to take a day off. I talk about this all the time. Type A personalities, we do not like to take a day off. So it is okay to not do a hard workout during your luteal phase. You're actually doing more harm than good if you do push against that. For food, it's all about detox. So detox-friendly foods, we want to get those hormones out of our body and detoxed out. If you don't detox appropriately, then that can cause some issues with all the symptoms we see in PMS week. So eating foods like lemon, fennel, onions, garlic, radishes, Mm -hmm. high fiber foods, anything that's high in detox, even doing like some warm lemon water, especially during luteal phase will help to flush out that system. Yes, my favorite. Um, And so for, let's see, we talked about exercise. Business would be all about that again, you, you know, your right and left brain kind of gets realigned as you go into luteal. So it's that big project. That's something that needs your focus. If you have like a big project at work or you have something that's going to take a couple hours, you need to sit down and focus on, this is the time to do that during luteal. It's also, you'll notice that you start to nest a little bit. So you'll see, you know, all month your car has looked fine and now it's like so dirty. You can't believe you're driving it <laughs> or your refrigerator. You're like, oh my God. Why is that count that refrigerator countertop so dirty? Whatever. But you'll start to notice that because you're nesting and it's those hormones kind of weaving their way back through your body. And so you notice stuff that you might not have noticed all month. Um, So yeah, that is yep. And, (laughs) and, And one other point too is that last week when you're in luteal right before your period starts, that is your body's report card. When If you're experiencing a lot of symptoms, you know, you've got PMS, you've got cramping, bloating, fatigue, acne, that's your body saying something is wrong. So you need to take a really honest look and say, okay, how did my month look? Did I eat something that was super off what I normally eat? Was I under high stress? Was I exercising weird or too much or not enough? You know, so really listen. And if you you should not be experiencing a ton of symptoms on your period. And if you are, then take a look and see what might be causing that. 
See, that's interesting to me because, you know, I grew up with, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. You know, hey, right. we're, you know, <laughs> we're supposed to be in pain and be miserable and cranky. Mm-hmm. And, and, but now you're saying you're not. That's actually, I, I think that's so interesting. That's the body's report card. So if you yeah. do feel like absolute crap right before your period, maybe take a look at that. That could be a sign signal that you need to look deeper into hormone balance. Exactly. Exactly. And just take an honest look. Like I said, what am I doing? What am I eating? What am I, what does my exercise look like? How much stress am I under? My environmental toxins, like just look at it. And then if you're like, everything is perfect, then go get a hormone test to see if there's an underlying hormone that's off that you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Oh gosh, I could talk forever for this about this topic. This is so awesome. There's so many thoughts going through my mind. So Kelly, I don't want to forget about the women who, because I see a lot of this in my practice, even young women who had to have a hysterectomy or you know that are going into perimenopause, menopause early, or my menopausal women. So what do you say for them? Does that eating and lifestyle regimen apply across the board? I still recommend you do some sort of cycle syncing, even if you have those issues. If you are supposed to be cycling and you're not, sometimes the the cycle syncing can bring back your cycle, can make it more regular, it can make it easier periods, it can, you know, like I said, bring it back if it's gone. If you're not supposed to be cycling, if you've had a hysterectomy, if you ha- are in menopause, you can still benefit from cycle syncing because you still have hormones, even though they're lower you're still hormones control our bodies till we die. You still have them. And so what I recommend is cycling based on the moon phases. And so what this does is it taps into the earth's natural energy, natural circadian rhythm, and it gives you a kind of a plan and a place to focus. And these nutrients in the foods from cycle syncing will still benefit your hormones, even though you're not cycling like a typical bleeding woman would cycle. And so what that looks like is menstruation is going to be your new moon. Follicular is going to be waxing moon. Ovulation is going to be full moon. And then luteal is waning moon. And so just Google what phase of the moon are we in and start with that phase and then go through as the moon circulates. Oh, that's super cool. Mm -hmm. I think we're in a new moon right now. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. that is super cool. So that at least gives the, you know, people without that have Mm -hmm. gone through a hysterectomy or that are in menopause, just something to like anchor down to mm-hmm. because we exactly. don't want to leave them out just because you're not cycling. It doesn't right? mean that you can't still nourish your body and go through because we are women. And I think that's, that's often forgotten as well, that you still have hormones. So many women think, well, I'm in menopause, so I don't have any estrogen or progesterone, or they even forget about testosterone. So it, you still have hormones going right? on, even though, yeah, yeah. Very important. Very yes. important. Yes. So then In your practice, when you have a woman come to you who's trying to get pregnant, you know, been through the, what is it, IVF? Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah. IVF. IVF treatments, all of that. How do you, I mean, even those treatments alone can mess up your hormones. So how Mm -hmm. do you bring, how long does it take, I would say like post IVF therapy to balance her out and then get her fertile naturally? 
Yeah. So I actually work with people that are trying to get pregnant naturally and people going through art treatments. Mm -hmm. So it just depends. I have people all over the board. Some people come to me and they've had failed art treatments and they want to try naturally. Some people have been trying naturally and they want to move into art, but they want to make sure that it works this time. So it's all over the board. And so what I, you know, I I always start with a very in-depth health questionnaire, which kind of looks at the whole picture and not that I'm a doctor, not that I'm trying to treat or cure or do anything with disease or illness, but I just want to see a full picture of what is going on with you. What is your family history? What is your medical history? I want to look at that. So I'll have her fill that out. Then I do a hormone quiz, which kind of goes through, are you experiencing these symptoms? This is what this might mean. Then if she has hormones drawn through her doctor, I can read those for her. Or I also offer at-home hormone lab tests, which I think are better because they are dried urine and they look at the 24 hour range of your hormones. Blood looks at a snapshot in time. So it's just telling you what your hormones are at that specific day. Whereas dried urine 24 hour will look at how they fluctuate through a 24 hour period and how your body metabolizes them. You know, you could have normal levels, but if you're not metabolizing appropriately, then that could be also an issue. So I will either have her test with my test, or I'll look at her test. Then I'll take all of that data and come up with a customized plan for her. And we usually will start, you know, obviously with the hormone puzzle, we'll start with that whole food balance nutrition. We'll get her started with cycle syncing. I'll look at her supplements to make sure what she's taking is appropriate. And then I'll make recommendations accordingly. And then we just dive in. And usually within 30 days, every, like I've been in this almost six years now, Every single client I've ever worked with within 30 days has a better period, whether that's it's back, it's more pleasant, it's something has happened with her period where she's like, holy crap, I can't believe this happened so fast. Um, And then within about 90 days is what I normally see. You're either pregnant or you are on your road to pregnancy. And I always tell people, this isn't like uh, 90 days, you're done, you're pregnant, you go back to your old ways, you're not pregnant, you go back to your old ways. It doesn't work like that. This is a lifestyle plan. You want to do this for the rest of your life, and hopefully you'll love it enough that you'll want to do it for the rest of your life. But some people have come, you know, we we start working. I had a lady just recently. She hadn't had a period in 10 years. She was 35 years old. Her period stopped when she was in her 20s for some reason. We don't know why. She was on some birth control and stuff. I, I won't go into the specifics, but I think that was the reason. But within one month, I had her period back. And then in 90 days, she had lost 25 pounds, but she wasn't pregnant. But she didn't stop. She kept doing her, you know, what she learned. And then in six months later, she was pregnant. And now she's 36 and about to have a baby. And it's so funny because she she reached out to me and she was like, I'm pregnant. Now what? I never thought I'd get this far. <laughs> I was like, Yay. Let me help yeah. you with your pregnancy. <laughs> That's amazing. So, what oh, a yeah. powerful story. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, I get I stories can... like that all the time. It's, it's crazy. But to answer your question, 30 days, then 90 days, but then don't give up. If it hadn't happened in 90 days, keep going. And usually it will happen eventually. Right, because even coming off birth control, I focus on the on the um, IVF treatments. But even coming off birth control, that can mess up your hormones mm-hmm. as you balance back out for a couple months. I mean, I remember my twenties or maybe late twenties, early thirties. I decided, okay, enough is enough. I'm coming off birth control, not to try to get pregnant, but just because it was messing me up with the synthetic yeah. hormones. And it took me probably six months to have a period again because yeah. my hormones were all over the place coming off birth control. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. And thank you for talking about the testing too, because that was going to be my next question. I guarantee you the listeners are thinking, what kind of test is best? So were you talking about the Dutch test or another type of dry urine? Okay. I actually work with a company that also gets their stuff through the same lab that Dutch Mm -hmm. orders through. They're called Meridian Labs. And this company is called Feminade. And their test is a little more comprehensive than Dutch's. And I like them a lot better. (laughs) I'm going to have to learn about this. Okay. Yeah, but it tests all the major fertility hormones, so estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, testosterone, uh, melatonin, thyroid. It's the only dried urine test on the market that will test your thyroid and um, all the metabolites that go with that. And it's dried urine, so there's no finger pricks. You literally get the kit from home. You pee in a cup. You dip a sample strip four times. Then you ship it back to the lab, and they send me the results. I read those results for you. And it's, it's a place to say, okay, I know something's going on, but what is wrong with me? And then we can look at that and say, your progesterone is way low. Your estrogen is way high. Like now we know where to start and we know what is, you know, happening underneath the surface. Oh, that's so amazing. That's so amazing. I love that. (laughs) Okay. So you said that you offer these on your website. So I want to kind of dive into where people can find you. Um, You definitely have a podcast. I highly recommend jumping on, listening to it. It is the, what is your podcast? The Hormone Puzzle Podcast. Okay. And it's where anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you will find it. Yes. And my website is coachkayla.com. This is where you can find tons of free resources. I have a free fertility meal plan, a cycle syncing quick start guide. I have all my programs and books and products. Everything is there. So definitely check that out. Um, The lab testing, we are working on getting our funnel up for that. This is a new service that we're now offering. So that'll be up within the next week, um, uh, like end of of April, 2021. So I don't know when this is being aired. Um, (laughs) Probably time it just right. So that'd be perfect. Yeah. But if you are wanting the lab test before you see that uh, information up, they can always email me and that's just Mm -hmm. info at coachkayla.com and we'll get those ordered for you. And we're going to put all the links in the show notes so people will be able to just easy click and go right to your website, go right to your podcast, easy breezy. And by the time this is out, yes, they can absolutely go and check out your your links and order um, that lab. I'm gonna cool, cool. It yes. <laughs> and I forgot to I forgot to mention I'm on all over social media. My favorite playground is Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm at Kayla underscore health coach, but I'm also on Facebook, Kayla Health Coach, uh, and in my Facebook group, Hormone Puzzle. Oh yeah, go join our Facebook group. You'll learn yes. so much more. And we'll put links to all that too. So it just awesome. makes it easy for people. Yes. Well, Kayla, thank you so yes. much for being on. Thank you so, yes. so, so much. And we'll definitely have you back on because we could talk hormones for days and days. So you'll you'll be a recurring guest on this podcast for sure. I love it. Thank you. All right. Take care. And thank you everyone for listening and check out all the links in the show notes below.